right, Diane. Special Agent Jacob Lee, one last time. I hate to say this, but I think we're gonna have to call it. The yacht is lost, and we're running out of dry ground to stand on. We've got the chopper warming up, and we're moving out. Even if we don't have the asset, take some comfort in the fact that nobody else does, too. It's a sinking tomb out here, Diane, and I'm not giving it any more corpses. Sir, we've got movement on the horizon. Oh, shit. Diane, I'll have to call you back. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Murder Mystery Night, the podcast, brought to you by Johnny Scott's Comics and Games, located at 1703 East Main Street, Kent, Ohio. I'm your host, Lord Riley Walton, and here to introduce themselves in order of how much they enjoy those doofy electric scooters they have in big cities these days, are your players... Skibbity bop bop bop. That's right. It's me, Benjamin Lambert, the Scat Man. I play Snake Root. Hello, my name is Mahala Whitecloud. I'm playing as uh, previously known as Masquerade, Polenia Webster, and she's just uh, trying to get out and form her gay book club. It's Yasir Poe playing General Dis Dang. And without further ado, let's get into our finale. There in the cargo hold of the ship. Stepping out of the smoke of the wreckage and cast behind the smoke of the gun is none other than General Disdain. He's armed to the teeth and heavily armored to boot. General, you've just killed one man and you've got a room full of other targets. The only one who sees you quite yet is Polenia. But you know that the people you've come here to kill are scattered throughout the rest of the room. What are you going to do? I'm throwing a flash grenade in both areas of the room to stun everyone. And I'm immediately pulling out the assault rifle. There in the smoke, a large white flash erupts. And Polenia, here's some dice. Oh, good. Need your stats. 17. With a roll of 17... Polenia, you're able to cover your eyes in time. You aren't exactly blinded, but you're certainly less aware of your surroundings. You stumble through the water, and... General, what's your next move? Not taking any time to see who was hit after I pulled out the assault rifle, I quickly get down into the crowd and I search for Mr. Mountain. Water slashes beneath your feet as you disappear back into the smoke. And we're going to cut to Polenia. Polenia, he's just run past you. You can hear him running past you, Polenia. You can't quite see him, but you can hear the quagmire all around you. What are you going to do? So Polenia is going to rip her mask off, probably splattered in the blood of my dear friend. And I'm going to shout to General Disdain. Listen, I know this is probably pretty crazy, um, but I am who you used to know as Masquerade. You're good at killing things. I'm going to try and steal the book. General, are you even listening? Who do you work for? Technically, Pantheon, more of Jacob Lee. All right, fine. Come with me, but 
Mm, don't be a lost cause. I'm only on this boat for I'm, I'm here for a good time, not a long time, okay? I mean, you just shot my Pantheon, buddy, but you know, it's it's fine. We should just go. Thrown over a boat into the ocean? Shot in the face. You tell me which is worse. I'm gonna go with this room filling with water and everything going to shit. Polenia is going to divert from general disdain and start looking for Dr. Pestilence and the book. You move through the thinning smoke and you can see the visages of people starting to materialize around you. You're losing your cover pretty quickly here. Most of the people look like henchmen and they've pretty much all got their guns up at the ready. Can I try and stealth around potentially? You could try, yeah. 19. Uh, you move slowly through the water, uh, your outfit helping you blend into the rest of the henchmen. And soon enough, you can find yourself standing next to Dr. Pestilence. Is he holding the book? Yeah. Polenia, at some point, would have put the mask back on, uh, concealing her face, uh, pretending to be one of the soldiers, walk up to Dr. Pestilence, and with the best and worst voice possible. So the boat seems to be sinking. If you wish to follow me, there's lifeboats left. Without looking back, Dr. Pestilence strikes you in the face with his elbow. Uh, he is sort of past a listening mood right now. He's been through a lot tonight, and he's mainly focused on the fear of survival. He rushes past you back into the smoke and headfirst into general disdain. Oh, shit. Here's Johnny as I take both of my buck 120 hunting knives, stab him in the torso, stretch it across, and push him down. Palenia, from your perspective, you've just seen a very formidable man uh, run forward, scream out for his life, and fall back down into the water. The blue ocean water gradually turns red as you can see the insides of a man spill to the outside. Soon enough, General, another gunshot goes off. It just barely misses your head, and you turn back around to see, flanked by two henchmen on either side, the veritable Mr. Mountain. And we're gonna cut away from you back to the other end of the ship. We're going to check in with Snake Root in the future. We're gonna see what they're doing. Uh, Snake Root, you're holed up in the medical room, and as you were having a heart-to-heart -heart with the future here, Suddenly, you heard a loud crash. You were thrown to your side. As you can feel the ship sinking, you can hear the hail of gunfire just a wall away. What are you two going to do? I'm no hero. Why don't we get the fuck on out of Dodge, huh? Y nod yes or no? Nods yes, I guess. All right, cool. Let's get out of here. Snake Root is going to um, equip their staff, have it at the ready. Um, and then in their other hand, they are going to have the materials ready for a Molotov cocktail. Um, just in case, um, kind of getting ready for war. And then they are going to head out the nearest door towards where their best guess at the lifeboats are. As you head out into the navigation room and over towards the stairs, uh, the future stands up and follows you close behind, handing you the blowtorch that they stole from the bar. Thank you. Um, and I'm going to tuck it into my pants because I'm not wearing a belt. The two of you abandon the navigation room, and behind you you can hear what starts to sound like water filtering into it. As you make your way above deck, looking out you can see a submarine has surfaced and is rapidly 
leaving the area. And on that note, down in the cargo hold, gunfire has opened up. Everywhere you turn, there's a bullet waiting for you. And you can't tell if it's been fired by friend or foe. Pelenia, what are you going to do? Pelenia is probably going to take two actions. The first one, she's going to search forward towards the recent corpse of Dr. Pestilence uh, and swipe up the book. As you reach down into the water, you grab the soaked and burnt book. You can just barely make out where once gold lettering was. And as you bring it up, another hand reaches out to stop you. It's a pale white hand with a skeletal figure tattooed onto it. You look up to meet with the pink eyes and the tattooed face of White Zombie. She hasn't said anything, you've just made eye contact. You know, you were real cute at one point. Not so much now. And I'm going to try and reach for my knife and stab her right in the hand. You bring your knife up to attack. And as you come swinging, she grabs your arm with her other hand. Ain't you heard, honey? I'm queen bitch in charge. And she kicks you right in the, right in the solar plexus. <laughs> sending you flying back and colliding with the mammoth body of Mr. Mountain, who's entangled in a fight to the death. With General Disdain. General, he's lifted you up and he tosses you onto the stairs of the cargo hold, sending you back up. The water is rising and rising. It's about now to uh, Mr. Mountain's waist, which means it's about up to Pelenia's diaphragm. As the area fills with water, you can see a sea of henchmen rushing towards you. It doesn't seem like they're coming towards you to attack. They're coming towards you to escape since you're at the only exit. But they're blocking your view of Mr. Mountain, who also comes lumbering towards you. Uh, General, what are you doing? Remembering the strength of Mr. Mountain as I was hurled over a fucking boat, I am going to not throw a flash grenade, but throw an actual grenade. I pull the pin with my teeth, I chuck it at the henchmen, blowing them to smithereens. It lands at their feet, but something you might not have considered is how the crowd is moving towards you. And with a few quick kicks, it lands at the base of the stairs, only a couple feet away from you, where the crowd has now come to a stop. Uh, you've got a handful of seconds, General. Okay, okay, okay. Noticing my fuck-up, I slide the railgun farther behind me, and in Black Widow has fashion, I backflip multiple times away from the grenade, pick up the railgun with my beautiful 24-inch pythons, Look up, laser beam pointed on. Well, you're gonna have to roll for that one, definitely. With a roll of 14, you are able to successfully backflip away, grabbing the railgun as you come up to your feet. And you lose your footing just a bit, but you're able to regain it as kaboom! In an explosion of blood and carnage, the crowd before you is dimmed out, but not entirely gone. Uh, you can see henchmen climbing over the bodies of their friends, all straight towards you. And behind you, you hear a curious sound. You see, General, by now you're above deck, and behind you is the ocean, which means behind you is that black ops submarine running away. And you can hear this sort of hissing noise. 
I turn, but not fully away from the henchmen who are still nearing me and Mr. Mountain, and look to see who it is. Turning off in the distance, coming from the submarine, you can see a pillar of smoke reaching up towards the sky. It's clear that this is from the propulsion of something. Do you want to follow that up with your eyes? Yes, I slowly look up. And as you slowly crane your neck up, you can see it. One, count it one, Pantheon Ballistic Missile. Don't I work for Doom? Fucking <laughs> do you? That's been incredibly vague. And we're going to cut away from you. <laughs> Plenia. When last we left, you were kicked into the body of Mr. Mountain. Now you find your head being held under the rapidly rising waters by White Zombie. She's stepping on your head with her high heel. But you still have hold of the book. What are you going to do? I imagine I still have my knife, right? Yeah, you still got both your knives. Pushing past the pain and just the really deep anger of, you know... Not having a book club anymore. I'm going to put my knife in my offhand, and I'm going to reach up and stab her right in the Achilles heel and rip the knife out. You can hear the rip of flesh and tweed as you pull out from beneath her foot. She loses her balance, and she comes crashing down into the water. Polenia takes a deep gasp as she gets her head above the water and stands up properly to face her opponent. Looking down, you can see White Zombie. She's closed her eyes and she's muttering some sort of magic word as she moves her hands over her Achilles heel. Polenia, in her couple seconds of thought, decides to shoot White Zombie right in her throat, letting her suffer just a little more as she tucks the book uh, in her suit and starts to look for either an escape or the closest opponent. As the bullets fire from your automatic rifle... Blood pours out of White Zombie's throat and into the ocean water, filling the room. As you look at her face and hear her gargle out what she attempts to be her last words, you can see the look on her face. She genuinely did not realize that was a possibility. You leave her lying on the ground and turn your attentions back to the only exit. The water is up to your shoulders now, Polenia, but the way out is blocked by a sea of henchmen, only some living. And an absolute mountain of a man. And uh, Snake Root, you're up on the deck, and you can see it too. There's a missile heading your way. Like, genuine deadass, a missile. For reference, are they near, like, the back and I'm near, like, the front? You're in the back and they're in the front. Okay, and then the lifeboats are on probably the sides? Uh, They are on one side. One side, okay. There are three lifeboats. Three lifeboats? All right. Snake Root is just going to make a mad dash for the nearest lifeboat. Any one of their perhaps previous allies may join them, but that's not going to be their priority right now. As you round the corner and the future follows behind you, you cast your eyes upon the man who slaughters henchmen, General Disdain. He's bloodied with the remains of the people he's killed tonight, And he can see you heading towards the lifeboats with the future by your side. 
General, do you know how to work one of these escape boats? I can get us out of here. Aren't you the villain talking about saving turtles and trees and shit, bro? Um, I'm gonna have to pass. I pull out the railgun, point it back at him, fire. As the laser sight settles on you, Snake Root, you feel a pressure at your back and you're thrown to the ground. As the future tackles you both out of the way seconds before the plasma beam ignites, lighting the yacht on fire. General, having missed your first shot, you line up to take a second when you feel a giant rock-like fist collide with your head. I quickly turn around, knowing who it is, Mr. Mountain, with his gloaming eyes, I throw, I chuck another hunting knife at him. He puts his hand in front of his face to block the blow, finding it impaled on the blade that was thrown towards him. He pulls the knife out of his hand and throws it right back at you. But the blow misses, and it cuts the ropes for one of the lifeboats, with the knife falling into the sea, and one of the three lifeboats strung up by only one rope. Thanks for giving me a target. I aim my pistol. Catch this, I say, as I take my pistol, aim for the two in the middle, pop off two fingers. Gone. The man loses two of his fingers and stumbles back. He's working on pure adrenaline now, as he squares his haunches, leans down, and rushes toward you like a mighty bull. Thinking quickly, I drop the railgun and charge at Mr. Mountain, quickly trying to tackle him against a wall. The two of you collide like mighty forces, and you're able to push him back until he grabs you with one hand and lifts you up over his shoulder, running back towards the walls of the yacht and slamming you into it. Ah, uh, shit. Um, feeling the impact from being slammed against the wall, I find another... I reach for something to hit him with as he has me trapped against his wall. I find a flashbang in my back tactical pocket, stuff it in his mouth, shoot it, blow out his fucking teeth. Igniting a bomb in his very mouth. The king is dead. Long live the king. What used to be his face splatters onto your body as he stumbles back like a headless chicken. The decapitated regent stumbles for but a second before finally his mountainous body falls over the edge of the ship and takes one of the lifeboats down with it, crushing both against the crashing waves. On the ground lies his crown. Hmm. I say as I... Dust the blood and teeth off of my shoulders and whichever ones might be bloodily stuck to my shirt. I pick up the crown, smudge a little bit of the uh, blood off, look at myself in it, you know, see my reflection, smile, put it on, and I pick up the railgun. Polenia, you join us on the upper deck, the Sea of Henchmen having spread out uh, and running, seeking shelter from what, though, you're not sure. You follow the gaze of one henchman up to the sky and you can see, cresting at the apex of its turn, a Pantheon ballistic missile. I heavily sigh at the sight of the missile. Oh, well, that's absolutely perfect because things really couldn't get worse. And I will start trying to dash to lifeboat safety, whatever I can find. As you round the corner and head towards where Chris pointed out those lifeboats before, you can see... Cowering behind Snake Root is the future, and still a walking armory is General Disdain. Polenia, you have the book. Snake Root, 
You have the woman, and General, you have the power. Snake Root, with all of the fury in their being, in one motion, puts their last vial of poison into the bottle of vodka, lights the torch, and screams, General Disdain! And just tosses it his way. General, a flaming bottle of poison is hurling through the sky at you. Do you have the time to react? What are you going to do? With the railgun in one hand and the 1911 in the other, I quickly pull up the pistol and fire at the bottle midair, exploding it into a firework. Roll for that. With a roll of 24, your plan goes off without a hitch. Like a green and red firework in the sky, it explodes, catching more of the yacht on fire and catching one of the two remaining lifeboats on fire as well. But none of the poison, General, hits you. It lands around your feet. You are untouchable. Seeing that explosion happening and realizing, oh, we've turned on each other. That's great. Um, Polenia is going to heft up her rifle, uh, not being seen by General Disdain, and take some cheap shots. You open fire at the man who wears the crown. General, your invincibility doesn't last forever. In your shoulder land three bullets, and you stumble forward looking back to see the woman who fired them, who tried to offer her help, but minutes ago. Really? I thought we were cool. I just watched you destroy two lifeboats. Was I supposed to let a fucking Molotov hit me in my face? As the two of you argue, the missile above you comes ever closer. You've got two choices. You either get on the boat with us or I blow your brains out. What's it going to be? That missile's getting awfully okay. close. Yeah. It is no longer an ignorable threat. All three of you turn your eyes up. Impact is seconds away when the missile is enraptured in a bright neon purple glow. The thrusters fall off, and the missile itself falls to the sea. As fire spreads across the yacht, you all turn your eyes to look at the one woman who did it, the future. Her eyes stop glowing, and it occurs to all of you that none of you quite have the power you thought you did. Snake root, buddy. I know I look like the bad guy right here, but she just stopped a fucking missile. I... Run. And do you think that's a power that should be in your hands, General Disdain? I'm trying to get her out of here. Isn't that what we're here for? Literally, wasn't she the auction? She just saved our lives, so can you just, I don't know, get on the boat and stop arguing? What would you do with her, General? What would I do with her? I'd rail her. Kind of like this. I quickly pull the railgun back in front of me, putting Snake Root in my sights, and I fire. Snake Root is able to roll and tumble out of the way, unfortunately. They are rolling towards the fire that is spreading over the ship. They burn themselves slightly, but it's nothing compared to the injuries that the future takes. She was standing behind him, and now she's lost an arm. Snake Root, um, cape tinged with fire, rips it off their shoulder in one motion, letting it fly across the sea. Anger in their eyes as they get their cattle prod ready to strike General Disdain. Polenia is going to semi-lurch forward, just running forward to close the distance a little bit and get closer in range. Is going to start firing again at General Disdain, aiming more towards the head. Uh, roll for complex weapons. General Disdain, one bullet grazes one of your deformed ears and the other blasts the crown clear off your head. 
Turning around, you can see Polenia rushing towards you. She's too close to fire at, unless you wanted to blow yourself to kingdom come as well. What are you gonna do? Watching Polenia approach me, I quickly pull, I quickly flip the railgun to its backside and butter in the forehead. Polenia, you hear the sharp crack of your nose as it's met with the butt of the enormous metal railgun, sending you crashing down back to the ground. As you hit the ground, you can see that the fire is approaching even closer. And approaching with it is Snake Root. Snake Root, shirtless, hair flowing back, drawstring pants only, is running up with their jagged cattle prod um, in the shape of a cane and is going to jump onto General Disdain's mountain of a body, arms around his shoulder, and try to choke him out with the uh, cattle prod. General, you're pulled back towards the fire of the ship with Snake Root on your back. You've got the sea to the front of you. You've got fire to the back. And you realize you're open for the perfect shot to Polenia. General. With one arm, I pull back on Snake Root's magnificent hair. And with the other, I jab the knife pinpoint in the middle of his forehead. Uh, Polenia. You've got maybe a couple of seconds before your window closes. Polenia is taken aback that Snake Root is dead, but she's going to use that anger and adrenaline and heft the gun up and fire right in the face of General Disdain. Fuck, I wish I had the brains. And as you say that, what brains you do have splatter into the inferno. Two bodies fall to feed the flames of history. Polenia, you stand beaten, bloodied, and battered. Where two weeks ago, you had a nice cushy desk job, you now find yourself the lone woman standing amongst a sea of the most ruthless villains in the world. Standing across from you is a sad, broken woman. She's been taken apart and put together too many times to count. Your mission is to turn her over to your leaders, and you suppose... You'll have time to think about if you'll do that on the lifeboat. Polenia will very gently guide her onto the lifeboat with her. Ripping the canvas sheet off the top of the lifeboat, the two of you slowly get in and lower yourselves down to the icy waters below you. As you drift away, you leave that burning hell named after the world serpent. Perhaps you might be able to catch back up with the submarine. Though, it's a long shot. Polenia will not pull out the book, but she knows she has it on her, um, and kind of glance over at the future and very quietly ask, I'm not going to hurt you, but I do have a question for you. Did you kill Arachinator to be free? The future casts her gaze off of the ocean and back at you for only a second. She can barely stand to look at you. She nods her head. I'm going to be completely honest. I am a complete sham. So, no, I'm not going to turn you in. And I hold out the book to her. She takes the book and runs her hand over it, wishing she could feel even the burnt leather beneath her metal hide. But all sensations are gone, and she casts it out towards the bottom of the ocean. Polenia herself sighs as she watches the book sink to the ocean floor and looks at the future. 
look, we're not really on the good side or the bad side, but regardless, if we run into Pantheon, I want you to know I'm scared too. But I genuinely think they're trying to do the right thing. And I think from this, we, we both might be okay. The sun is rising on this wintry morning. You've got 198 nautical miles to go. The date is January 1st. The year is 2000. The time, oh, 9.15 a.m. And above you, you can hear the blades of a helicopter whirl. What you think, soldier? Look like it could be them? It could be, sir. Hmm. She's deprogrammed. What was that, sir? Nothing. I'm making an executive call. That's not them. They can have the book. We can't take that chance. Ready the guns. Are, are you sure, sir? Will you be laying an order, soldier? Because if that's the case, I can push you overboard and do it myself. Do I make myself clear? Sir, yes, sir. Take us home. Oh, Christ. I'm sitting on my tape recorder. Diane! I trust you understand that none of this happened here. No need to alert the history books. Just another old anxiety. I'm glad we could come to an agreement. Welcome to the new millennium. the gripping epic of the end of history we will not be back next week i have a little project that i'm working on i can't discuss it too much but suffice it to say it'll take my full attention which means that i won't be able to write direct produce host act in edit and distribute the podcast for the next couple of weeks so be sure to join us again in april for our next murder mystery, He Done It. But for now, this has been Murder Mystery Night, the podcast, brought to you by Johnny Scott's Comics and Games, located at 1703 East Main Street in Kent, Ohio. I have been your host, Lord Riley Walton. You can find me at the Faker Walton on Twitter. This has been Mahalo Whitecloud. Uh, you can find me usually working at the store or as Menfea on Instagram. Alrighty, hey, it's been Yasir Pope as generally this day in this season, y'all. Thanks for rocking with me if you was rooting for me. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Yasir P with two underscores. Or in your kitchen making a big-ass sandwich. It's me, the big-ass sandwich, Benjamin Scott Lambert. And I played Snake Root this season. It was wonderful to be here. Looking forward to a nice little break. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Lemon Ben. And be sure to follow us all on Instagram at Murder Mystery Night Podcast. Our music is by Max Lazanich. Our cover art is by Stephen T. Evans. And once again, this has been Murder Mystery Night, the podcast. Everybody has their secrets. What's yours?
next time on Murder Mystery Night, the podcast. It's a tale as old as time. A beleaguered soon-to-be ex-husband takes his family for a nice trip, only for the wife to turn up dead. How much of a mystery really is there? When everybody in the world can see the facts plain as day. After all, who else could it be? Tune in to find out in the exciting mystery, He Done It!